when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hi. Hi. Excuse me, I just had an untimely burp. Is there another word? <laughs> just had an untimely I mean, death. Burp. Is there another word for burp? Belch? Belch. An untimely belch? Um, I, I know the medical term, but I think, what is it? I think you're going to make fun of me for knowing it. You think I'm going to make fun of you? Erectation. Ooh. Eric? E-R-U-C-tation. E-R-U-C. I think that's correct. That might mean something different. I think that's what it means. Are you just saying erection in a funny way? <laughs> it seems like I am, doesn't it? <laughs> I have an erectation. <laughs> well, it kind of is an erection of air. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Good metaphor. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to go back to the Jana Aston well with Love and Transit. One blurb, six different stories uh, where she got five of her what is, author friends. So wait, what does one blurb mean? I don't actually know. Okay. And I don't think we will get to that. Okay. So we can make up stuff. Do we? Are we going to find out what Love in Transit means, like what the theme of the collection is? Um, you know, honestly, this is one of the first times I didn't read more than like a page. Fine. So I have I no care. idea what we're going to know. Right. <laughs> I just, I was in it for the game that I came up with, okay, which great. I'm pretty happy about. Did you actually do the game? I did. Oh, you know, I, I forgot a game from last week, which we're just going to do now. Oh, Even though it okay. doesn't make sense. The, the, the book last week was about motorcycle clubs gangs and we came up with names for fake motorcycle gangs and what clubs and while i was doing that i decided i would make up my own game of real versus fake so oh. that you could spot which ones are the real names of you motorcycle looked up oh so i looked oh, up okay I, so, so we're this has nothing to do with you know you know what i call a motorcycle club gang i call what? it love in transit love in transit okay so you get to decide which is real and which is fake okay I'm also going to give you the year of the club's birth and the city that it's located in. Oh, wow. Okay. This is this is like a real history lesson. Okay. Coffin Cheaters, 1970, Perth, Australia. Got to be real. Real. Great name. Yes. The Coffin Cheaters? I mean, I feel bad because the reason I said got to be real because I thought that, was, that name was too good for you to have made up. Oh, fuck you. Satan's Daughters, 1983, San Diego. I want it to be real, but I think it's fake. It's fake. The Mob Shitters, 1970, Huntsville, New South Wales, Australia. What is? What would that mean? I guess I'm going to say real because I don't understand yeah, it. I don't understand either. It is real. The, the mob, mob Shitters. Like, do they shit on the mob <laughs> or are they a mob that shits on you? I think Maybe. they shit on the mob. That's because a, yeah, I guess maybe maybe like that's how they prove how badass they yeah. are. That like their yeah. very name is like like you know the fuck you shitters. the mob. Yeah. By the way, that was not me saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Pacific Ramblers, Berkeley, nineteen sixty seven. Sounds real. Fake. <laughs> yes, got you. Uh, the Peckerwoods, nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> Santee, California. Jeez, real, real. Sons of Santana, 2002, L.A. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But that would be great. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, they're, they're, they ride so well, it's almost supernatural. <laughs> I love Sons of Santana. <laughs> they're, they've tuned their bikes, so they ride so smooth. Okay. So they use black magic. Okay, now we're going to go. that's all the Santana songs I can think of? Okay. Um, now we're going to go back to our book, which has nothing to do with motorcycle clubs. Oh, that love was in, it? Okay, was great. It. Love in Transit. Chapter one. You only read one page. How do you know that the motorcycle gang doesn't club, doesn't come in on page club. two? <laughs> Once in a while, right in the middle of an ordinary life, love gives us a fairy tale. Oh, God. 
This is an inauspicious this, beginning. Yeah. I saw that quote about fairy tales stamped on a decorative canvas at a home decorating store. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs> I didn't buy it because I don't have a home to put it in. Also because I don't Whoa. believe in fairy tales. Honestly, it pisses me off. Retail propaganda aims to promote love. Don't believe me? I couldn't find a single decorative sign that said, once in a while, right after you move in with your fiancé, you realize he's sleeping with someone else. Wait a minute. I saw that on a decorative canvas down at the co-op. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wait, but I, I like that she feels like she has to like stop and convince us because we might be skeptical that there's a lot of like you know romantic bullshit that you can buy. Yeah, right. Like, like I don't, I don't know. I about don't know that. about that. I think this world is made for couples. Nope, not a one. Granted, that's sort of specific, but it's not like I could find one that said, you don't need him or keep your pants on, asshole, either. Okay, that'd be a pretty good card. And seeing how the home... It's a decorative canvas. Decorative canvas. Wait, what's a decorative canvas? It's a canvas that you decorate with words. Okay. And seeing how the home stop had four aisles dedicated to wedding crap and zero to alcohol, I think their agenda was clear. Mm-hmm. The home stop. Is that like home a Home stop. Depot? I guess so, but why Why the zero to alcohol? Depot? Like, why are alcohols and weddings mutually exclusive? Because I know they're not. Well, but I mean. I, I was at my own wedding. But that's the criticism she's making. Yeah. I mean, she's on your side, right? Well, she's saying that they have a lot of wedding crap, but no alcohol. But why would they have one and not the other? At a Home Depot? Yeah. Why would they have either of those things at I don't at a know. Home I'm Depot? so fucking confused. Okay. Well, if it's like a Hallmark store, they don't sell booze at the Hallmark store, but they should. But they do sell singles-only decorative canvases. Yes. Okay. All right, moving back to the book. That's fine, because my agenda is clear, too. Get promoted. Get my own apartment, or at least my own bedroom. Do not get distracted by a pretty face with a big dick. And by the wait, way... Wait, wait, wait. Stop, wait, wait. stop, stop, I know, stop. I know. I read that three times over, and that's why I picked the book. The, I can't... I'm never going to get this image out of my head, and I'm very upset. A, you should never say a pretty face with a big dick. No! That's a dick on your face. That is a dick Dick on your dick face. How could you not get distracted by a pretty face with a dick on it? (laughs) Absolutely. That would be the most distracting thing you could possibly see. Now I'm looking at your nose differently. If you can't get distracted by that, you are deceased. Your nose looks like a little pecker. (laughs) Shut up. I'm a member of the Peckerwood gang or whatever it was called. Club. Get my own apartment or at least my own bedroom. Do not get distracted by a pretty face with a big dick. These are- what if she said it the other way around? Would that be better or worse? A pretty dick with a big face? No. <laughs> That's not a Big dick with a pretty face? Yeah. Because then it would be like the face would be on the end. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, my goodness. There's so many images in my head right now. I want to get them all out. These are all more difficult than you'd expect. And I'll give you three reasons why. Mm-hmm. New, period, York, period, city, period. Okay. I, grew, I grew up on Sex and City, too. I get it. New York seems romantic, oh, full of promise, the Big Apple, <laughs> the city that never sleeps, the place that dreams are made of. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's the only city in the world where you can buy a cupcake from a vending machine, get pad thai delivered at 3 a.m., and do your laundry in a 24-hour laundromat with organic detergent and free Wi-Fi. I bet you can do all those things in, in L.A. In, I bet you can do all those things in a lot of cities. Mm-hmm. The wardrobes are to kill for and the shoes that cost more than the average American's monthly mortgage payment are regularly regularly paraded down the same so- sidewalks dogs piss on. What are the what were the shoes that that Carrie was always buying on Manola Bl- Manola Blonics. That's different from Jimmy Choo's, right? Yeah. Those are two expensive shoes that I know. Yeah, okay. Oh, there were also the shoes from the OJ trial. Oh, I don't Bruno know. Bruno Magli. Bruno Mars, he's a musician. Yeah, Bruno Mars. He, he got into the shoe business. <laughs> well, you he, don't, he became a cobbler. <laughs> what you don't anticipate is paying $700 a month to share a one-bedroom apartment with three other girls. 
actually, for all that is written about New York and how expensive it is, if anyone gets to New York and does not anticipate paying $700 right. a month to share a one-bedroom apartment with three other people, you have been living in a hole. Yeah, I mean, so far, I would say this person is not quite as naive as the one from, from Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, like, like uh, I can't believe. Ago. Like, yeah. yeah. The one who thought she, she uh, uh, A, uh, roommate was a guy mm-hmm. because the roommate thought advertised for a, a woman roommate, right. and so but was a guy. And then the other one who like rented a place from someone. Oh, that was two different two books, different, like the we, office space yes, one. Yes, the office space was like rented out by in cash. She paid all in cash for it. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, God. Or a job in marketing that is so entry level that my duties don't amount to much more than data entry. Data entry level. <laughs> yeah. Or the knowledge that you can't afford the amazing middle-of-the-night food delivery, and even those vending machine cupcakes need to be budgeted into your monthly food expenses. That's why I came to New York in the first place, because the possibilities are endless here. Actually, that's a lie. I came to New York because my fiancé was here, my ex, Brad. When you said uh, that you'd have to budget for the cupcake machine, I got I got a little excited because I thought maybe this could be the the financial planner novel. <laughs> she's going to she's going to meet like a, a a sexy financial planner with a big dick who's going to like teach her about love and f- budgeting. And then he's going to like press the buttons on the vending machine with his big dick face. And, and, yeah, she's going to press her buttons and the vending machine. Oh god. Not again. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's still here. My fiance was here. My ex, Brad. He's still here. He's just no longer my fiance. He graduated a year before I did and got a job in New York City. The plan was that I'd follow him when I graduated, which I did. I didn't realize the plan included him sleeping with other women while he waited. Mm. In our apartment, no less. An apartment I'd helped him move into while he talked about how great the space would be for both of us. It was a great apartment. I really enjoyed it for the few weeks I lived there. For the few weeks I still thought we had a future together. Looking back, I'm not sure how I didn't see it sooner. Oh, let's see. What were the signs? Looking back, it should have been so clear when his dick was inside of her trailer. But clearly my hunches... (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) From another book. It should have been so clear, but clearly my hunches are shit. Yeah. You should say hunches are shit. That's just... No, I don't like those words together either. No, you don't... (laughs) Hunches and shit. He'd been so eager for me to move to New York, talking about the things we'd do once I got here, saving me closet space so he wouldn't get used to using it before I moved in. Just six months before I moved, when he'd been home for Christmas, he'd mentioned how the following year he'd be taking me to see the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. Aww. We didn't Wait, make were, these, it... were these some of the bad signs? No, okay. you'd think that that's what, but I think we're getting to that. Okay. We didn't make it the, make it to the following year. We didn't even make it through the summer before I realized I should have listened to my gut. Yep. Before I realized that the pair of panties I found in his apartment were not a mistake mistake made by his laundry service. <laughs> Before I realized there was no need for him to excuse himself for incoming calls from numbers labeled Brady or Chip, unless they were really bra- Brandies or Christines. Oh, that's a that's a clever ruse. Uh huh. My bad. When I packed two suitcases and got a direct flight to LaGuardia a year later. Yeah. I, when you call me, it says Binky. <laughs> <laughs> that's very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> a baby. No, I just, I just tell people it's one of my mob friends. <laughs> when I packed two suitcases and got on a direct flight to LaGuardia, uh, LaGuardia a year ago, I thought I knew where my life was headed. The fact that I was moving with two suitcases by myself after helping Brad drive his stuff across four states should have been my first clue that I thought wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand what that means at all. I don't know what that was. The fact that I was moving with two suitcases by myself. Oh, he didn't help her. Oh, okay. Got it. But it's okay because New York is also a place of fresh starts, of renewal and rebirth, and my story isn't over yet. Not even close. Also, I know two suitcases sounds meager, but I mentioned the roommate situation, right? Top bunk girls share a dresser. Bottom bunk girls get the space under the beds. Okay. I want that to be like my tagline for our new business. Top bunk girls share the dresser? Yeah. 
Like, I, would you I be like, a top bunk girl or a bottom bunk girl? Oh, that's a good question. I think there there, there could be a lot wrapped up in these terms. Um, I think top bunk. I don't know. I want to be a bottom bunk girl because it, the worst case scenario, the top bunk girl falls off onto you. But the worst case scenario for the top bunk is falling off. And breaking an arm. Yeah. Like my brother did. Really? Yeah. Like as a kid? Yeah. I don't think adults fall out of bunk beds very often unless they're like super fucked up. I don't know many adults that sleep, sleep in bunk, bunk beds. beds unless you're in prison. <laughs> this could. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. I don't know many, you know, Wait, my yeah. research says that I mean, not many adults fall off <laughs> bunk beds anymore. I may have to like <clears throat> broaden my survey. 2014 uh, <laughs> s- statistic analysis shows that only 0.04% of people incurred injuries as adults. I'm sticking, I'm sorry, I'm sticking with top bunk girl. Okay. I really, I really need to move. I had the top bunk in college. Did you? Freshman year, yeah. Yeah? Did you get busy on the bunk? Um, no. No? Did you hit your head when you would sit up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was interesting. We're done there. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's a nice place. Want to hear about my shopping list? Not really. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice place. A West Village address elevator building. It's not bad. Just crowded. The Wait a minute. She, she's she got a... I don't think you can get even like a shared with... How many people are there? Four? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Four. All right. 700 square feet? Four? Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Not 700 square feet. That would be a mansion. It was $700 rent. Seven, right. It's not bad. Just crowded. Though, to be fair, one of the girls is a flight attendant. And sometimes we don't see her for a couple of days at a okay. time, which is a huge bonus in bathroom time. Sure. That's how I think of bathroom people. Bathroom bonus. But still, I've got goals. Maybe she's one of those non-flushers from the last book. That's <laughs> so disgusting. I graduated from Iowa. University of, not state. Go Hawkeyes. Oh, I, thank God. Fucking I, Iowa State. I hate Iowa State. Just kidding. I know I have to work my way up the corporate ladder, and I can. I will. I have to. Mainly because student loans are no joke. And I don't want to go back to Iowa. Because New York City, for all its flaws, really is kind of magical. Yeah. Limitless. How long has she been there? The energy, four hours. The energy is a tangible vibe that you feel every day. Ooh, I love them tangible vibes. A jolt more effective than any caffeine. So moving on and all that... In my journal, I found the apartment in New York through an old college friend. She's one of the roommates. She's a perfect size four, because that's the first thing that you say about a person. What? Apparently, some women are a size four, but not perfectly. What? what? Wait, is that you talking? Or no, the that's the book. Ugh. I don't get it either, but it means she gets paid $100 an hour to be a fit model. Ah. Only in New York, right? It's a great gig when you can get it. Turns out most fit models don't work 40 hours a week. My roommate only books six to eight hours a week, so she has to supplement it with waitressing. Wait, what is a fit model? Uh, it... I've actually been a fit model. Okay, what is it? Um, you literally try on clothes that, that oh, okay. they're designing. So it's not it's not for like a photo shoot, but it's just like to see no, how to the see, clothes to hang s- on a person? So the fashion designer will, will uh, check it out and make sure that it's hanging the way it's supposed to, mm-hmm. that the seams are comfortable, that the... The look is right, and that it's a true size for what they're saying it is. Do they do they like make you like move in particular yes. ways? To, yes, like you actually have to interest, like turn walk. your head and cough. Um, only if you're doing an underwear model, uh-huh. which is actually what I was. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good gig. I'm, I'm sure. Okay. We'll we'll talk more about this at some point. It was brief. Um, I found brief. It was, I get it. <laughs> I found the job through our our other roommate. She was dating a guy who worked in the IT department and told me there were openings in marketing. I got the job and he got a $500 referral bonus. Two weeks later, he gave my gave my roommate chlamydia and they broke up. 
It's, it's, it's exactly as awkward as you'd imagine it is when I see him at work, which thankfully isn't often. So wait, who was this guy? I kind of missed that. Uh, she found the job as a fit model through the other roommate who was dating a guy who worked at the place okay. where the, the model... All right. Uh, whatever. I was offered two jobs that week, but I had a really good feeling about this one, so I went with my gut. I ended up placed with a supervisor who's a total nightmare. Yay for my amazing intuition. This is a total journal entry book it is. as well. It is. I need some dialogue. Like, I need some water in a desert. This yeah. is very bad. That was a horrible metaphor. Okay. But it's a good company. There's a lot of room for advancement, and I'll need a promotion or two if I'm ever going to get my own place, which is why I cannot be distracted by the hot guy I just caught staring at me from across Starbucks. Oh, thank God. Some some Finally, movement some in plot. the story. We're going to take it to a break and come back with what happened at Starbucks. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, we're back. So this guy at Starbucks, was there anything unusual about his face? He had a dick on it. Yeah. Sometimes I stop here on my way home from work. I splurge on a plain black coffee. And I use... just splurge thinking about what's going to happen. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sorry. Control yourself. You're splurging. <laughs> I splurge on a plain black coffee. Now, I, now I'm imagining someone jizzing on a <laughs> cup of coffee. You want that with cream? <laughs> Gross. You're disgusting. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to skip over that line. Mm -hmm. I know technically a Starbucks in Manhattan isn't that peaceful or that quiet, but unlike my apartment, no one here will try to talk to me. Okay, yeah. All right. I, I, I like that she feels like she has to explain why she went no. to Starbucks. She has to shut up. Stop her journal entry. He's spinning his phone in his hand and making no attempt not to be caught staring at me. I smile in a polite, I can see you staring at me what kind of way. What spinning your phone I, mean? I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to like, imagine it. I, like... Flipping it over and over? Maybe? I don't know. That's no one spinning. does that. I don't think anyone does that. This was right before spinners came out. So I think oh. it was like she was, a, this was like the cell phone spinners were the, like the, the right. prototype. He's, I smile in a polite, I can see you staring at me kind of way. Okay. What does that smile look like? I know, uh, it's, uh, I know it's radio here, but uh, is it like you just bare your teeth back a little? Yeah. Like yeah, a like, wild animal. Yeah. Okay. Um, he drops his phone into his lap. Actually, his crotch, to be more specific. Oh, that lap. Yeah, and I look. Of course oh. I look. And then I catch myself looking, and I burst out laughing, which must be really loud, because three people turn to look at me. You know how headphones kind of mute your own noise? Oops. Uh, okay. Okay. He really is attractive, and in New York, models are everywhere. He looks like he falls into that category. Under 30, fit, attractive, and cocky. Oh, boring, in other words. Literally cocky. Oh. It means he's got a big dick, Matthew. So cocky. She can she tell that from like glancing. That I had to think about that I don't for a second. Think so he dropped a phone onto his lap. Yeah, his crotch, and now she's determined that he's unless I mean unless he's wearing package. like tight sweatpants or something. Like I don't think it really works that way. Yeah, maybe he's wearing tight sweatpants. Maybe he is. That's a great look. And he looks like a guy I'd see on a billboard for men's cologne or something. A, a model. She right. just said that. Yeah, that, yeah. that kind of guy is called a model. A model. A willowy female slides into the empty seat across from him. She's got a huge vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of her is size zero. <laughs> and starts taking a mile a minute, talking a mile a minute. She looks like a model as well. Tall, thin, <laughs> tall, thin, gorgeous, and dressed like she just came from a go-see. A, a what? What? Go see. Let's let's say this is some modeling industry term I, I, or something. Go see. Never never like, heard that like before. Like G O dash S E E. Uh huh. A go uh -huh. see. It's like a meet cute for models. I guess. Her dark hair is pulled into a low ponytail, and her delicate fingers are polish free as she waves them around while she speaks. Yeah. 
He breaks his gaze from. Oh, he <laughs> so gaze. violent gaze. He broke his gaze. Oh, that's Fucker. not fair. Fucker. Um, that's why we need Q Patrol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he breaks his gaze from mine for a moment to greet her before flicking his eyes back my way. Uh huh. Okay. I, I, oh, just like like bloop bloop, a couple of yep, eyeballs fall yep, on the table. Flick, okay, yeah. Flick him out. I laugh again, a little shocked that he's ignoring the beautiful creature before him to partake in whatever weird flirting he thinks he's doing with me. He's full on smiling now at me while the girl continues to chatter away. I raise an eyebrow at him in disbelief. He raises his in return. I just shake my head and blush. This is a lot of weird body language. This guy is like four levels of hotter than I'm used to dealing with. The girl finally turns to see what's got him so distracted, and she smiles at me, too. Oh. Oh, hell no. I bet they're one of those kinky couples looking for a unicorn. Right. Uh, a unicorn? That's what they call, like, uh, yeah, yeah. you find someone who I, wants to be in a three-way as a yes, unicorn? Yes, I have heard this before. Why? Because it's hard to find. Yes, exactly. You know a single girl willing to join an existing couple for a threesome? I'm not into that, no matter how hot he is. Firm, no. Hmm. I turn my attention- I think she should consider it. Yeah. I turn my attention back to my laptop and the blog post I mean, I'm this is on. New York City. <laughs> Ignore him, I tell myself. Focus on what you came here for. Whoever talks to themselves like that? Nobody, ever. What I came here for is some peace and quiet so I can finish this review for my book blog. Then it hits me. Wait, what? Then it hits me. The book I just finished was about a threesome, and I loved it. Oh. I burst out laughing all over again. Oh, the ridiculous irony. But hey, that just is so ironic. But hey, just because I like to read about something doesn't mean I want to do raining. it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. When I look back up, the girl is gone, and he's still there, and this time he raises an eyebrow at me and then stands and uh-huh. heads in my direction. He stands mm-hmm. and then heads in my direction. Yep. When he's I look, got a huge, huge erection. Uh, or an ir- ir- an erectation. Ir- erectation. Yes. When I look back up, the girl is gone, and he's still there. This time he raises... Oh, no, I just said that already. I drop my eyes to my screen. Oh, <laughs> And I realized, <laughs> I flicked my eyes and then mm-hmm. I dropped them. I realized I was in the yeah, middle. Yeah, he's coming back over to get his eyeballs back. <laughs> I was in the middle of making a graphic for the review. A really racy graphic with three semi-dressed people. What? Oh, fuck. Abort. I snapped the lid of my it laptop. sounds like a very high-maintenance book blog. I snapped the lid of my laptop closed half a second before he stops at my table. I couldn't help but notice you, he says, by way of hello. I bet, I think. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to laugh, he continues, and it catches me by surprise. Oh. And this is where we're going to go to a game, because this might be the most sexist line <laughs> Ladies I've read and gentlemen recently. of the jury, yeah. uh, you will see that this was an entirely justifiable homicide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, this very sexist line, it's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to laugh. Mm-hmm. Can you just just put in a man? It's nice to see a handsome man not afraid to laugh. Yeah. Doesn't even remotely make any fucking sense. This pissed me off, so. It's nice to see a beautiful face with a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) So the game is, um, uh, what other boringly human everyday thing is it nice, nice for men to tell women that they're surprised that they can be capable of? Okay. Okay, so I'll give an example. Yep. It's so nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to pull toilet paper off of her shoe. Good. Uh, it's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to eat corn on the cob in public. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to swallow her food and then digest it. Mm. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to jump into a dumpster to evade a debt collector. <laughs> okay. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to breathe in oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide. <laughs> It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid of my toxic masculinity. Hey, ow, my balls. 
It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to smile, but not too big of a smile or you're a whore. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid of ghosts. Ghosts! <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. I got confused halfway through. <laughs> what was that? Uh, okay. Back to the book. Oh, boy. Where were we? Mm-hmm. We I'm- were... Really upset that the threesome seems to be not happening. I think it's going to happen. Okay, I hope so. Maybe that's what love in transit means. Oh, I don't think so. I don't that, think no so. It would that but just sounds like a subway sex book. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're going to fuck on the subway. I think that they are like the old J train or oh. uh, wait, what's what would be a good the, which which is the best the, the BJ the F, line the F train yeah the F train yeah the, uh, you just take the BJ downtown <laughs> <laughs> and get off at. Wherever. Get get off anywhere, really. Don't fall asleep. Okay, that makes me so happy. Get off anywhere. Where if you get off at the wrong stop, it's not a mistake. No, exactly. You should, yeah, you should be writing uh, slogans for the MTA. That could be your, could be how you climb the corporate ladder. It's nice to see a beautiful woman not afraid to laugh, he continues. And it catches, oh, wait, I forgot this guy is terrible. And it catches me by surprise. This isn't where I thought the conversation was headed. Thank you, I say, but it comes out more like a question than an affirmation. That's why the question <laughs> mark... Fuck you, I say. Fuck you. You're welcome, he replies. But you shouldn't sound so uneasy when you receive a compliment. That wasn't a compliment. No. That's why she sounded uneasy. I blink, a little unsure how to take him. Um, like that he's a sexist dick? Uh-huh. What's your name? Lauren, I find myself telling him. Wait, like she's surprised that she <laughs> uh-huh. finds herself giving her name? Maybe that's not her name. Oh. But I'm not sure why I give him the name Lauren. I should have read ahead. Oh, inter- wait, I was right. I, I have, my go-to name for creepers is Samantha. Oh, because... Why did I give him my real name? Lauren, he repeats with a nod. Would you mind if I asked you a question? Oh, this guy should really be punched. <laughs> Um, okay, I reply. Oh, shit, he's gonna invite me to a three-way now, and I'm so not ready. Wait, I blurt out. Wait, he smiles at me, and damned if he doesn't have the cutest dimples ever. Dimples are supposedly a genetic deformity, and I find myself wondering if it hurts his modeling. Probably not because it's somehow adorable and erotic simultaneously. He probably gets paid extra for them. I wonder if they're insured. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, first you should tell me your name, too. Well, I mean, he is a financial planner, right? Wrong. Uh, I mean, right. Ugh, that's the best line I can come up with. Lame. Max, he replies with a small tilt of his head. And a- Wait, what was the line? First, you should tell me your name, oh, too. Okay. Max, he replies with a small tilt of his head and a bemused expression on his face. Okay, I nod. And because I really have no game, I shrug and blurt, what? <laughs> do you, do you, have you seen the episode of The Simpsons where Homer uh, legally changes his name to Max Power? Because no. I assume that's what this guy's name is. <laughs> Okay, I nod. Because I really have no game, I shrug and blurt, what? <laughs> what were you looking at online that had you so entranced? Oh, good question. Oh, I glanced down at my closed laptop and back to him. I'm a blogger. I was working on a book review. Mm-hmm. He nods, and I notice his hair is slightly damp, as if he just came from the gym. It's dark, and his eyes are the most seductive shade of blue. I'm still not doing the threesome. Nope, no way. What kind of books do you read? Smut, mostly, I blurt out before I think better of it. Uh, I, feel I mean, my, to be fair, that's that's what we do it's also. true, exactly what we do. I feel my face heat up while he smirks. Nothing wrong with reading a little smut, Lauren, but it's even better to act it out. Oh, jeez. Holy hell. And then he winks at me, turns around, and walks out. Only in New York, right? And holy crap, now I'm all hot and bothered. No, actually, you can meet an asshole anywhere. Yep. 
and I can't even go home and masturbate because the apartment is always occupied. I was kind of wondering always. about that. And when she says masturbate, she means, um, wow, Jill damn off. it. No, it's the, what was the term from earlier? Something about a, a tangible vibe? She wants to She wants to get out of oh, tangible vibe. Oh, nice. And I've never successfully been able to get myself off in the shower. Damn it to hell. I tightly cross my legs while opening my laptop again. Mm-hmm. I really need my own place. Shall we go into chapter two? How much time do we have? Um, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, we'll keep going. I wake up the next morning before my alarm, as per usual. Someone is always creeping in and out of the bad bedroom in the mornings. Ugh. Luckily, the bathroom in this apartment is off the living room, so that cuts down on the noise a little. Okay, great. <laughs> we also keep a vanity table set up in the place of a kitchen table to create a hair and makeup zone, keeping the bathroom open as much as possible. But someone's in the bathroom now, so I'll have to wait. No big. This is so boring. So I go to the fridge and add some things to the shopping list. Buns. I plan my morning routine around this so that when the alarm sounds, I hit the snooze button and stretch out under the covers to wait. In retrospect, that's the exact moment when this day goes to shit. Because somehow, inconceivably, in an apartment shared with three other girls, I wake up an hour later to complete silence. And now I'm late. Really late. No, 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 I mutter while tossing the covers off and dropping out of bed. She must be a top top bunk girl. She's a top bunk girl. I drop because I'm a top bunker and I don't have time to use the ladder. And oh, holy shit, how does my life include a ladder required to get in and out of bed? My feet hit the floor, but one lands on a sock and my foot skids under my pinky toe, bangs into the milk crate. My bottom bunk mate, adults do get injured from top bunks right here. Oh, wow. It's in this book, man. I am eating my hat. <laughs> my pinky toe bangs into the milk crate. My bottom bunkmate has been I, using it as a nice I, I need to like add that to my lab notebook. Yeah. <laughs> I do that weird dropped open mouth thing one does when they hurt themselves right before they swear, which I do next. How? How did I even just do it? I hop around for a second when I do the math on how I'm going to make it work to, to work on time. And then I bolt for the shower and thank the water guard gods that it's t- hot before jumping in. And we're going to end it right there. Okay. Whew, 278 five-star Amazon reviews. Wow. Wow. That ma- that wow says so very much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, do you think the threesome's going to happen? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I think so, because isn't that the formula? They, they mentioned something at the beginning and that they would never do it, and then that's what the book is about. Yeah, except I get the sense that, like, in order for a uh, romance to have a threesome in it, it has to be, like, loudly trumpeted on the cover. And oh, you think? Well, I this think is six so. different stories. Remember, okay. so this is a short story within the book. All right. So all right. Yeah. I guess I guess I'll have to buy the book. Yep. Um, what are we reading next time, Matthew? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, next time we're reading uh, "Single Dad's Hostage," <laughs> and I didn't write down the name of the author. So if there are several books with that name, sorry. You want me to look it up? Yeah. Could you please look it up? Uh, in the meantime, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for Look Inside This Bunk Collision. Bunk Catastrophe. Bunk Catastrophe. Uh, and uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. Um, by now, we're probably the number one. Probably by now, our review box is full. <laughs> uh, it's Single Dad's Hostage for next week, a fake marriage romance by Penelope Bloom. Mm-hmm. All right. See you uh, next time. See you next time. It'll come up on Facebook and we can defend ourselves. There's no, there's no defense. There's no defense for us.